With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are a mighty fortress of supreme knowledge. Progressive Direct has not only revealed their rates, but those of their competitors. If you were any more in the know, you would be drowning in, you know, the know. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates, because knowledge is power. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com.
Well, I want to welcome my audience to Topically Yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. And as always, I'm your host, Deirdre Schulich, and I'm coming to you for, on the first day of August. It is bright and sunny. And as you heard, we started the show with the song Tender Moments, which was sung by today's guest, Miss Peggy Blue, who some of you may know was dubbed America Idol's vocal coach from hell. And Peggy Blue has demonstrated her talents on both stage and screen as a singer, actress, songwriter, arranger, and as a co-producer, she has written for and worked with such artists as Bob Dylan, Barbara Streisand, Burt Baccarat, Edward Hawkins, the Staple Singers, Jones, Adam Sandler, Stevie Wonder, Melissa Manchester, Gerald Austin, the Manhattans, Aaron Neville, and many, many, many others that too many to mention. And she has recorded albums such as I Got Love for MCA Records and counts among her singles, I Want It All Now, Girls It Ain't Easy, which she recorded on Injection Records. And her recordings include her ode to Frank Sinatra by her CD Blue Blowing on Capitol Records. She recorded Living on Love and singles Love Isn't Magic, what About You, When We Loved and I See You, which recorded, which she recorded with the group Cool Millions. And Peggy has done a host of duets with major stars. Miss Blue is the 1986 female vocalist grand champion of Star Search, where she actually won $100,000. And she has numerous platinum and gold certificates to her credit. And she's so talented she can perform in just about any genre of music. Well, Peggy Blue will be appearing at the Metropolitan Room in New York City on August 11th at 7 p.m. And if you don't know where the Metropolitan Room is, it's located at 334 West 22nd Street. That's 34 West 22nd Street in Manhattan. And as you can hear, she's waiting in the wings. So let's welcome Peggy Blue to the show. Hi, Peggy. Hello there, Deidre. I'm so happy to talk to you, and hello to the listeners. Thank you. I'm sure they're all happy that you're here. And well, you know, let's let's go back a ways uh, down memory lane to your younger life, uh, early life. Well, mm-hmm. I read somewhere that you were born a singer; that you just popped out of the womb singing. Where were you born? <laughs> I was born in the, actually in the state that I'm talking to you from right now. I was born in Lumberton, North Carolina. And, ah, um, okay. Yeah, and I am actually in Winston-Salem as we speak, doing the Black Theater Festival. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, and that's what you're doing at this very moment? Are getting ready to uh, the, do my today? Show, my, my, my first show opened. Um, when I finish, I just finished doing um, um, a whole thing with the TV people for the show tonight and press, press interviews and all of that stuff. And um, when I'm done with this interview, then I will go to my next rehearsal. And we have to do the lighting and set stuff today. And the show tonight at 10.30 is my first show. It's called Mama, I'm Home because I'm back in my dirt. 
in North Carolina. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Well, so, sounds yeah. to me like and you're busy. And I will busy. be here until the 5th. I'll be here until the 5th of August. And um, then on up to New York. And I can't wait to get back home to New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's your, your, you lived here for years, right? Oh, I grew up, I was born in North Carolina, but I actually grew up in New York from a very young kid. Yes, I actually grew up in New York. Crown Heights, Park Slope, Brooklyn. (laughs) Wow. Well, speaking of growing up in New York, I I read that you, you started your professional career at three years old, where you, when you were performing for the mayor, uh, singing the role is called when the role is called up when, yonder for when the role is called up yonder. Did you sing that for the mayor? I sang that, and as a matter of fact, the show that I'm that I'm doing here is about my life and how it started, and that is what opens the show. Yes, that song was wow. taught to me by my grandfather, and I was three years old, and. Um, that's when I turned professional, you know, because I sang it on the dining room table for the may- at the mayor's home in Lumberton, North Carolina, on Elms is where that house is, and it's still there, believe it or not. And uh, nice. that's just the, but but you mentioned that I came into the world singing, and here's what happened with that. May I tell that? Oh, sure. Well. But when my mother was scheduled, she thought to give birth to me. And my uncle, they grabbed her and they ran to the hospital. My father was still in the army. I'm a, you know, I'm a army brat. And he wasn't there, but my uncle and my grandparents were taking care of her. They scooped her up, they put her in the car, they drove her to the hospital, and they and she's there and the doctor's, until the doctor came in and said, oh, Miss Blue, you, this child hasn't even dilated. You've got a few hours yet. And as he turned to walk out the door, I'm told I pop out in one piece, complete. Wow. And, yeah, complete. And at, at the end of the bed, and my grandmother and my mother said, I said, you a breath, and went, ha. To which my grandmother said, oh, look, she's singing. Wow. <laughs> well, you were eager that, to get started. My eyes were open. She said my eyes were completely completely open. I didn't have to get spanked. And thank God for that. <laughs> well, so you know, obviously that you were destined, apparently, to sing. And, and Did you have a sojourn for a while, a sojourn with the Nat? Lewis Singers? Oh, yeah. That was when I was a teenager, uh, after, I, after I got to New York. But before that, while I was still in, the, in North Carolina, um, as a child, you know, my, I won my first trophy. I went to South Lumberton Elementary School. I just found, just got into, uh, I ran into a, a young lady who I remember her being born, her her sister and me were close friends. So South Clementon and Mr. Mills was our choir director, and he um, put me in a contest, and I was six, and I won. That's when I won my first contest in the choir. Wow. Uh, but I, but I, I wanted singing a solo, and, and I sang Blue Moon. 
And uh, the next one was for tap dancing, and I was eight. And then the next one I was nine, and that was for singing tenderly. <laughs> nice. So you just and, kept uh, winning. Well, yeah, I did that, and my mom, when I sneaked out of the house when I was about 12, 13, to go to the armory in Lumberton to sing with the with the Nat Lewis. Actually, it was our jet, uh, pastor's group, Pastor Moore. Uh, it's when my mom walked in with the three switches braided, and she said, but when I was on the floor singing, the, the place was in an uproar, and that's when she said to me, I understand now that God sent you here for this and you're destined to do it, so I'm going to help you. And she allowed me. Well, speaking of that, most of your family uh, are musical, right? Your mother was a singer too? Yes, my mother was not only a singer, she was also a a voice teacher. She was a voice coach. Mm -hmm. So that's where you got your skills. That is exactly where I got my skills. And she taught me, and um, you know when I went and when I grew up and and started to do the whiz, I started to um, to do with a another coach, Kamal, Kamal Scott, and he would teach us, you know, private vocal lessons. And I loved because you know you keep you want to keep learning, you know. You you don't know everything, so you want to just keep learning. And uh, the more you learn, the more you know, the better you get in this industry. No, well, the more valuable your craft is, you can add to your craft. That's what I I, I absolutely agree. Well, speaking of that, you you know how to write and and read and arrange music. Did you go to school or you just continued to learn naturally from the people around you? No, I didn't go to school. I I just learned. I just learned by doing. Uh, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, your first show, I mean, I, well, your sorry. first show was uh, God. Uh, speaking of learning and doing, uh, your first show you appeared in in gospel, which was one of your uh, big talents, singing gospel, and you took it to Broadway, didn't you? Well, actually, you I appeared in bro- in gospel on Broadway. No, um, out the, at the street, uh, uh, out on Broadway. It was an off-Broadway show okay. with Sarah Walker and the Gospel Redeemers, but that was my first one, and um, it was off-Broadway. Actually, it was off-off-Broadway. I did a lot of that in my early teen years, learning to be a performer, and I'm so grateful, and, and, and they took that show when I was 16, that show went to Vegas. First time I wow. was in Vegas, yeah, we did that downtown at a club called the Nevada Club. It was downtown. I think it's still there. And we were there for many, 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 about six months. And when I got, when they asked if I could go, my uncle said, yeah, you can take her but you'll have to get her a tutor and a nanny because she's got to finish school. And so, you know, she's only 16, and I, you know, I had been going to school, but then when you go on the road, you can't keep up with your work like you're supposed to. And so he said, yeah, you can take her, but, you know, she's got to. So he sent, they sent it, and, and they paid for it. And um, I say sometimes when the, when the 
school teacher would come in and he'd go, get up because you got to do your work. Your schoolwork. I often said, be happy when I do that. <laughs> I wanted somebody to tie a yellow ribbon around her like an old oak tree and get her out of my room. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, no, I'm tired. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, well, and I went from there, Manhattan, and ended up, I mean, I've done so much theater, it's a blessing. I even did Mama, I Want to Sing. I played Sister Carrie in Vahidenson's Mama, I Want to Sing at the Hepshire Theater in New York. And you did Bubbling Brown Sugar, did you not? No, I sang um, on on that record. Oh, I didn't okay. do I didn't do the play. I did the Wiz. I was uh, Auntie Emma and Glenda, and I did the Wiz on and on Broadway and the National. Mm-hmm. As a matter oh, of fact, okay. you can Google me. People can Google me and see me. I just got told this last night at the gala. Here, one of the young ladies from the Have and Have Nots said to me. We saw you, and I was like, where, where did you see me? She said, I Googled your name and, and the Wiz, and I came up. My, my, um, me as Auntie M singing to Stephanie Mills, who was my Dorothy. Ah, okay. Yeah. She, could, she saw it. I, I didn't, I, I, it's wonderful to be. You know, I, here's what I know. I know that I've been blessed to have done, to been able to do the things that I've done, and I'm able to still do what I do. It's a, it's nothing but a blessing, you know, to be able to share my gift and have it accepted. And that's exactly. all I do is I share. Yeah. Well. You you also have been ab- uh, abroad quite a bit, haven't you? That's where most of that's where I am most of the time. As a matter of fact, they're doing the um, Louis Armstrong Jazz Festival. That was amazing too. Had a great time. Yeah, I work a lot in um, in all over Europe and Asia. I mean, you name it, and I've probably been there. <laughs> wow. And when you, you go, you plan uh, to stay a month or so? I mean, when you go, do you just travel I, from no, country to country? Go, no, 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 no. I don't, I go to do, I go to do concerts. I don't do, you know, unless I was doing, like when I did Sisterella, uh, Michael Jackson's production of Sisterella, him and Larry Hart. And um, as a matter of fact, he produced the, the single, I Got the Money, from the show to play Sisterella. I had the lead role as Dahlia. And we were in Germany and Austria for about six months, but that was doing a, a stage play. But when I go on my own, it's just, to, I'm, you know, maybe a week because I'm doing concerts, you know. Oh, I or, see. Or, okay. or clubs, but I don't, yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I've never sat down in a hotel for months or something, but I would love to. I could do it. I would love well, yeah. to do that. I mean, you know, if they book you. If they book well, you, are listening, what they always say, book them, Dano. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Booker. Well, speaking of that, 
how does how does one get in touch with you? If, if do you have a website or or Facebook or or social some type of social media that not only the listeners can contact you but uh, bookers as well? Absolutely, you can go to and yes, I do have uh, my have a website and. Yeah, I, w- I, I would love it if you would go there. It's www.peggyblue.com is my website. And you can you go and folks, check right? me out. I'm sorry? I was telling the folks, listen to what you're saying. Write it down. Yes, www, and my name is P-E-G-G spelled P-E-G-G-I-B-L-U. Okay, so www.peggyblue.com is the website. But my Facebook is Peggy Blue slash, okay, well, PeggyBlue.com slash, I'm sorry, Facebook.com slash Peggy Blue. And you can find me on Twitter. You can find me anywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on YouTube. I'm on, I'm everywhere. And if you would like to call me, uh, uh, may I, I don't know if I should give my phone number. No, don't give your phone number out. Don't give your phone number. Yeah. You can give it when they approach that. you on on Facebook. You can give it to them privately right. there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I wanted to say also that you've also appeared and sang uh, with the Philomonic Philomonic Orchestra LA and uh, certain symphonies, right? Yes, I have. I've done quite a bit of that. I did the L.A. Philomonic when uh, the role of Jezebel was written for me in the play called Jezebel, um, and uh, it was an, an amazing event. But I've also sung with symphonies with Burt Bacharach and uh, on cruise ships. I've worked with orchestras and, I mean, just one after the other after the other because, I, you know, my arrangements go up to 30 pieces. I can go from one musician to 30. <laughs> and the drop of wow, how interesting is that? <laughs> well, so it's uh, for those uh, Marilyn Monroe fans. Uh, you you also played her alter ego, did you not, on Broadway? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's what I was actually doing when I got Star Search. I was, <laughs> I was. Um, Playing, you know, I was her alleged drugs and men and alcohol and anything that was on the opposite side of what everybody wanted her to be. But oh my God, I had such a. You know who, who was in that play with with us? Scott Scott uh, Bakula. He was Joe DiMaggio oh. with us in that play on Broadway. Yes. Oh, okay. Some people call his name Scott Bakula, but it's not Bakula. It's Bakula. <laughs> yeah, I call, I call yes. him Bakula because sometimes I, I watch that show that he he did on TV where he went in into the future or something like that. Yes, yes, I, yes. And so I, 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 and I think I met him once at a party. I think I met him once at a party. Oh, he is the, he yeah. is the ultimate. He's the kindest, nicest, a gentle. You know the difference. It's a gentleman, but a gentle man. He's wonderful, and the entire cast was wonderful. I loved it. I just, as a matter of fact, the writer 
who did the music, um, one of them, one was Jeannie Napoli, and then, but the other one was Doug Frank. And Doug Frank and I just worked together, and we were, we've written songs together, and I hired Doug. It's so, it was so crazy. He looked at me and he said, Blue, look at you. You're hiring me now. <laughs> but I hired him to play with me at CAM, California African American Museum, uh, a couple of months ago. And then a couple of, we've done about, we've done a few gigs together because I love the way he plays and he's awesome, you know, and he's still my friend even after all these years. Well, I also yeah. want to move on to the fact that you played at some inaugurals, which were uh, Bill Clinton's, as a matter of fact, in 93 and 97. How does one go about getting chosen for the, a, a political event of that magnitude? <laughs> I thought he was pointing at somebody else. I was actually doing, I was singing on the floor at Harry Hamlin's party, birthday party, and I believe it was at the Beverly Hills Hotel or somewhere like that, uh, one of those <laughs> hotels. And he, and I'm singing, and the floor where everybody was dancing and having a good time. And suddenly he turned, he was there, and he turned and he said to Harry, pointing behind him, I want her to sing at the inauguration. And I moved out of the way because I thought, oh, get out of the way so that Harry can see who he's talking about. I didn't want to be in the way. And, 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 and President Clinton turned around and said, no, I'm talking to you. <laughs> and pointed right at me. Well, my knees buckled. I was like, you are me? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that that was, that's a that's that a, a moment in life. It was an amazing moment, and you know what happened as we're on stage singing at the inauguration. You know he plays saxophone, and he really plays well. And he walked up on the stage with his saxophone, and he would play something, and I would sing it back to him. And he'd play something, and I'd sing it back to him. Well, talk about fun. My mom, when my mom saw that, she was like, oh, my God, look at my baby. <laughs> I bet. I know she was proud then. I'm singing with the President of the United States. That's great. She said, and that is exactly what she said. The next morning at breakfast, she said, look at my baby. It's just me and my mom sitting there. And she goes, look at my baby. You sang last night with the President of the United States. And she started to cry. And then she lifted her hands and said, thank you, Jesus, for sending. I will never forget this. Thank you, Jesus, for sending this child through me. Wasn't that, that a beautiful moment in your life? That touched me so deeply. And what mm. does stand out as as uh, meaningful moments in your life? I guess there's been so many, but are there any that are especially meaningful? Well, that is one definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, that is definitely that is definitely one of those oh my god moments when I went to Dubai and um, the princess came. Uh, to the show, uh, that was another oh my god moment. Mm, yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I, it's just it. You know, I don't want to sound like me, 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 but uh, I mean, I have when I went when I sang uh, um, 
the Barbara Streisand Millennium Show, and I see Marvin Hamlish, and he's sitting on the side, and he's not feeling, he's shivering, and I took care of him and because he had pneumonia, but he didn't even know it. And I contracted it from him and ended up in the hospital. But when she, I did her show, did that 2001 show at the MGM Grand. I hired the singers. Those were my girlfriends that I took with me to sing with her. And I did that show, collapsed, went in the hospital. When I came out, she was there with gifts for me, thanking me. That was an amazing aha moment. When Barry Manilow heard me sing, oh, God, I made it through the rain, his song, and looked at me and said, oh, my God, I give you permission to sing that song anytime you want. That was like, what? Wow. That's what a compliment does. These are moments, you know, Barry White was supposed to get when you got a good groove going and I can't afford to pay the price on my 1979 I Got Love album. And Jerry Radaboy let him hear me sing it. And they were supposed to be for him. They were demos. And he said to Jerry, please record her and let her do those, because can't nobody do that and come behind. Barry White said that. I'm listening to this man say this about me on the phone. I never met him, but I spoke to him on the phone. Talk about, I mean, talk about a gift. That man had the gift of, of, of gifts. And to be able to say that, you know, to Jerry about me, with me listening, that was another moment. I mean, there's been so many of those that, it's like, wow. <laughs> Since you mentioned Barry White's I Can't Afford to Pay the Price, I have it here, so why don't I play it for the audience? This is Peggy Blue singing I Can't Afford to Pay the Price.
several soundtracks. Uh, you've done uh, the movie uh, Set It Off with Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith, The Hurricane yeah. uh, starring uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel, uh, yeah. And Desert Heat with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. And mm-hmm. uh, I Off now pronounce you Chuck yeah. and Larry with Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I think it was... Fame with with Ira uh, with Irene Cara. Irene Cara, actually, everything that came out of her mouth came out because I vocal coached her for that. Um, everything that came out of her mouth came out of mine first on my living room floor in Guttenberg, New Jersey. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you you have certainly I've been blessed. Uh, do, I've been done really a great blessed. lot. You've been blessed, and I, yes, I want to mention again. Well, you're coming to New York, and that's where I am. So I want to mention again, you will be at the Metropolitan Room. Um, I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. And so I want to mention it again. Mm -hmm. At 7 p.m., folks, so be on time. And Mm -hmm. she's going to be, as I said, at that club or room, which is located at 34 West 22nd Street in, in New York City. So is there anything I haven't asked because the time is clicking away? Well, but here's whatever. After I'm finished there, starting on the 15th of August for every Tuesday, each Tuesday up until September 5th, four Tuesdays running, I will be at Sugar Bar. Okay. That's on 72nd Street, folks. Yeah, nothing but the blues night, baby. Come on out. And, and and have fun with us. And and I got, and Valerie Simpson asked me herself, because she's my friend from way before, even before she and Nick got married. That's how long we, how far we go back. And they oh, are wow. extremely instrumental in my signing with Capitol Records. They are the reason. So please come out and help me just have a good Celebrate. time with her. Yes, dear, at that club. And it's... um. You know, it, 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 it's a twofold thing, and I'm not going to take time, but starting August 15th, each Tuesday through September 5th, and don't forget the Metropolitan Room, and, 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 and that's with me and um, Keith Robinson. And uh, I'm told that I don't know him, but I'm told he's an awesome, wonderful entertainer. So I'm, I'm proud. You're blessed. And it's Chapman well, Roberts thank for you. presenting us. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Peggy. I know you're very busy, and uh, my my time is running out, and shortly you're going to have to go to rehearsal and, and do something other than this. And so I want to thank you so much for appearing on this show. And, thank you uh, so much, Deidre. I can't wait to pleasure. see you. Right. I'm going to try and make it over there to the <laughs> Metropolitan Room. Okay. So I will Thank see you, you. I, I gather, on the 11th. And uh, I want to uh, say this is the Blake Radio Network. And, again, I'm Deirdre Shuler, your host. And I want to thank my listening audience for making my topic topically your. Well, we're at 
the end of our show now, and I'm going to end it with Peggy Blue singing Living for Love. I'm going to play that now. Oh, thank you.
I'm going to say goodbye and uh, see you on the 11th. And Thank you've been you listening so to the Blake. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. Yeah. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.